If you already missed your first opportunity, do not miss it at 2.22 this afternoon to, to get up and do the hokey pokey. I, I have no idea why this is a big deal. I, I mean, it's unique. Sure. It's, okay. It's kitschy. I mean, do we all get like a $2 bill today or some shit? I mean, it's pretty cool if it's your golden birthday. If you turn 22... On the 22nd, that's usually the golden birthday, but I guess this would be platinum because this is the year 22. So if you were born in 2000, this is pretty kick-ass for you right here. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yes. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, in 200 years, it will be on a Tuesday as well. No, I didn't do the research. I let the nerds who wrote the story do the research. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to look 200 years in the future and see what day it is. Um, after that, though, uh, look, look. If you don't catch it in 200 years, you got to wait another 20,000 years. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Because we'll be around then. Jesus. We're going to be around for 223? Uh, let's say some good mornings and get those out of the way before we get to today's show and starting it and things that oh, just don't make any sense to me. Hangtown Jen, first one here. She says, morning, it's Tuesday, ass. Let's make it a great one. Yes, yes, we will on this 2222 Tuesday. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Good morning to you. 
Straight Fire, just wanted to say good morning and remind all the members of Ass Family how awesome they are. This show fucking rules. Well, thank you, Straight Fire. I do appreciate that. David Garza says, good, two, 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 Tuesday, Ass Family. Right back at you, buddy. Mike D, good morning. Hot Mama says, good morning, Ass. Braddy Kid, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my lucky stars. It's Braddy Kid. She's in the house. I hope that she has a spectacular day today. Douglas says, Guten Morgan. Buenos dias, shitheads. Hashtag Young Guns. Charlie Sheen. Andrew, good morning. Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's Tuesday. Pay up, Wimpy. Yeah, because he promised to pay on Tuesday for a hamburger that he had the other day. Arise is in Oklahoma this morning. Good morning, Arise. You're getting ready for all the cold weather there, too. It's fixing to change here in Texas. It's supposed to, it was 80 yesterday. It's going to be in the 70s today and then tomorrow, 30. Come on, now. Special Kale, I have no idea what you're... Did you have a stroke while you were writing that? Qua Namadi dot M. That's weird. I got no sleep because the wind howled all night and dropped from 75 to a wind chill of negative 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, freaking crazy ass weather. Yep, that's what it is. The, I, I Look, can't get mad at it. It just sucks. You get mad at the weathermen because they don't tell you the right shit. They didn't say this shit. They, they, they're saying it's coming in this afternoon. Uh, it was not supposed to be here until late tomorrow afternoon. But the weather guy on the Fox Morning Show, he's so, that guy. That guy's a weirdo. I, I'm just telling you right now, that guy is a flat-out weirdo. By the way, congratulations going out this morning. Um, play it. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, the winner of the prestigious Whoopi Award today doesn't go to a person. It goes to a place and a thing. Today's winner of the prestigious Whoopi Award is White Castle. Because they are hiring 100 robots to flip burgers. Now, I said it in my post on, on social media. If you can walk into a White Castle and, and don't feel like you're going to get shanked by one of the employees, it's truly not a White Castle experience. I mean, I, I honestly think that White Castles, I don't know what the low rung of working is. I don't know if it's Burger King, if it's White Castle. Maybe it just has something to do with royalty. But man, oh man, those people, you don't want to cross them, employee. At Waffle House, they're just old and, and decrepit. White Castle, they're pretty much felons. And they're going to get rid of that for, 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 for robots. I don't know if I like that. I, I think we need to more open more white castles. This is what we need to do. We need to open up 100 white castles around the nation. Maybe one. I, I, I have a great location for one. It's a half a mile away from my house. Now, I'm telling you right now, if they build a white castle a half a mile from my house, there is a distinct possibility that I could get fat. I I know. I know you're saying, wait a second, Arnie, you're the picture of health. I know, I know, but uh, there's something about, I like the frozen White Castles. If you build a White Castle, I will come. I promise you that. 
You you get me? It, it, because, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My typical order at White Castle, and I've been to them. I, my, I, my sisters, when I lived, when I was growing up in Texas, sisters lived in Missouri, and we would go see them. And there are White Castles all over Missouri. So I fell in love with White Castles as a kid. Then, when I married that fucking sturgeon of a woman, that's right, I called her a fish, an evil fish, a devil fish at that, a devil ray then, Satana. There are White Castles in Tennessee. The only reason why I ever enjoyed going to Tennessee is because I knew I'd get to go to White Castle at least once. Let me tell you, there are some thuggish White Castles there. And anytime I see White I went to White Castle when uh, Brady Kid and I went to Vegas. Got to go to White Castle in Vegas. That is a scary location as well. You build it a half mile from my house. Hell, I might get a job there. See, the frozen ones are good because they have the regular, they have the cheeseburger, and then they got the jalapeno ones. I don't worry about the jalapeno ones. I don't worry about the regular ones. I get the cheeseburgers. But when I go to the store, I get the double cheeseburgers. Why? Because they're phenomenal. That, that, that ranks up there as one of my top burgers, double cheeseburger from White Castle. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, Jen. Well, it's a half mile away. Could be said it would make you skinny because all that walking to get to your White Castles. You think I was going to walk? Motherfucker, please. Well, let, let, let me answer this. Is, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I don't have the honky please in here anymore. Oh. Fucking white people. Why do I get rid of everything? Jesus. You shut your mouth, you white honky. Yeah, Jen. I, I mean, I know you're trying to think outside of the box, but no. No, no, no. <laughs> if they build a white castle near you, you'll be in turmoil every day. Do I get a burger or I get a shiv in my back or stay home and be safe? Wow, I didn't realize this. Uh, Radberger says stock price for white castle going through the roof. Harold and Kumar think of a movie called Harold and Kumar buy a white castle in Texas and retire two months later thanks to a fat guy. Yeah, but but they're hiring robots, so I I don't know the quality's gonna be. And who do I complain to then? I, I mean, honestly, do do I yell at the robot? Do I get to yell at a robot? And the robot, I can't talk about the robot's mother. Yeah, your mother's a hoe. The the robot's not gonna drop drop the the fucking spatula, yank off its hairnet, and come out and fight me. I don't like that at all. Ah, good morning, Alicia. Alicia, how are you? Hopefully you're doing well this morning. Uh, so, yes, our, our winner of the Whoopi Award is to the White Castle franchise for taking 200 jobs away from felons and future felons on that. <laughs> Speaking of people they want you to think are felons, we have to talk about this because it it's getting to be pretty funny. I, I, I have to say. Watching everybody get so worked up over the trucker convoys. Organizers organizers are saying they want to constrict a giant boa constrictor of trucks to shut down the Capitol Beltway uh, to protest a wide-ranging issue such as fuel prices, vaccine requirements, immigration. I think it's fantastic. 
Bob Bolas, who owns a truck parts and towing business in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton? That's Joe's hometown. How can Joe be, how can anybody from Scranton not back up Joe? Come on, man. I know, right? He says uh, he's heard of hundreds of people that want to join in. He, he gives the analogy of the boa constrictor. Uh, the man, he owns a, uh, a, a service station and is a supporter of Trump, even though he lives in Scranton. That's Joey P's. That, 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 that's Joey B's town. Said the protest will leave a lane open for emergency vehicles for safety, but he couldn't promise that commuters wouldn't make it to work on time. We will not compromise anybody's safety or health one way or the other. As far as if they can get to work, geez, that's too bad. Wow. I hope that Corn Pop doesn't make the, <laughs> the convoy nervous. Why? Because? Corn Pop was a bad dude. He, he really was. I saw the schedule. They're driving through Oklahoma on Sunday, and I think they're in Texas on Saturday. Well, I will know to avoid the roads that day. I think it's funny. I think it's funny, and I like it. I, I like it a lot because it, it, it shows that this is the way a protest can happen. When you piss off the working people in this country. I hate to say it. I really do. You know I hate it when I tell you. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. When you start to fuck with the people that keep the country together. Look what's happening in Canada. Canada can't get nothing done. Why? Because the people that keep that country running, the truckers, just like in America have said enough is enough, and they aren't going to back down. And I say, God bless them. I support them. Wholeheartedly support them. They're not fighting. They're not burning buildings down. They're not, they're not robbing people. This would be what a protest looks like. Because the working people who didn't have time for protests before are no longer working because of mask mandates and things like that. So now you fucked around and you found out. And let me tell you, Washington, D.C. will be a parking lot. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Next Tuesday night is the State of the Union, and I can't wait to see all the truckers that are actually in D.C. at that time. Now, how will Joe handle it? Unless it's a FedEx and he has a package on the way. I, I, I'm, I'm done with FedEx. I, I, I just can't deal with them anymore. I, I just lose my mind too much with them. They're, they're going to put me in an early, early grave. They really are. Now, I saw this story yesterday. I checked it out. It is true. This is what they're doing in Canada. Now, this wouldn't happen in America, and if it did, you would see a lot more angry people. But it's happening in Canada because they don't have the freedoms that we do. A single mom who works on for minimum wage had her bank account frozen for donating $50 to the Freedom Convoy. 
Canadian MP, Canadian MP, what's that, Minister, is that the, the, the second in charge, is that like the VP, tweeted Sunday that the bank account of a single mom called Brienne was frozen after she gave $50 to the Freedom Convoy. Authorities say that 206 bank accounts have been frozen under the power granted by the Federal Emergencies Act. Member of Parliament. Okay, thank you, Ogre. I appreciate that. Financial accounts of those who refuse to leave the protest in Ottawa will remain frozen while the act is in force. Canadian trucker Derek Brower told Docs News that his accounts have been frozen since Friday and his truck was seized. So, which one's better? Having a protest that is peaceful, no buildings are on fire. I'm sure there have been some scuffles here and there and people yelling, but uh, nothing like the mainly peaceful protests that we had in America when they burned police stations down and buildings down and looted other stores. Nothing like that. No, no, no. No, these Canadian ones are far more uh, violent. So what would you rather have? The government come in and stop and seize people who are acting accordingly or the government not to do a thing, lift a finger, or arrest anyone who loots and burns down stores. I think both ideas are ridiculous. I think it's absolutely preposterous that we're allowing violent protesters get away with murder, and the people that are doing it the right way, we're treating them like murderers. Literal authoritarian shit going on there, yeah? Depends on their political leaning. The only death reported is by a mounted officer when three horses trampled an old woman. Okay. Let's see. It's hard enough to train and maintain a necessary level of truckers. I know. Let's freeze accounts and make it even more difficult to get truckers on the roads and supply chain issues get exponentially worse. Woo! Isn't it crazy? All because they want truckers to wear a mask in their truck. And I think that's ridiculous. But if you don't, you'll get fired. Stupid. Absolutely preposterous. This is the world that we live in now. Definitely on the right side of history, am I right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I I think these truckers are definitely on the right side of history. Yeah, Douglas says it only allowed the leftist rioters to protest. The conservative peaceful protesters are a threat to democracy and should get beaten to submission. Well, it's interesting because I said it once and I've said it before. Fuck around and find out. I'm telling you, we saw, remember this all started on, what was it, November 3rd, 2016? We saw these people come out, and they didn't go to work to that day because they were screaming, not my president, at Trump Towers. Remember that? And then fast forward at four years, 
to when all of a sudden overnight Joe Biden takes the lead and becomes the next president. You remember all the protests then? Oh, that's right, because people still had to go to work. And those people went to work. And those people finally had it on January 6th, and a lot of them, and they did it wrongly. All those people that broke in, in into the Capitol building, I'm sorry. They, you have resorted to their levels. Now, this is the interesting thing. This is where we saw the hypocrisy happen. And this is what's pissed so many of us off. Those people that did the wrong thing on January 6th, all the people that stormed the Capitol, and I've been consistent with that since it happened. They have been treated like bad people, rightfully so. They've been treated like felons. They've been treated like criminals. Yet they did less than what protesters did the entire summer before, and nothing happened to those protesters. A little bit of consistency would be nice somewhere. But I'm telling you, keep fucking around. Keep fucking around and see what happens. I, I, I truly, I truly, oh my gosh. I was in a conversation the other day talking about the United States, and I said, you know, I was talking to somebody who said the military is out of shape and blah, 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 and I had no idea what that meant, but I said, okay. I said, so if the military is so out of shape, why doesn't a country invade us? Uh, if the January 6th protesters sank to the level of leftist protesters, then they would actually set the Capitol building on fire and overturn desks and destroy things, breaking every window, stealing, and looting. You're right. I, look, 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 Ogre, for, for me to say that they stooped to their level, they weren't peaceful in their protest. That's what I mean. They were not peaceful. You're right. They didn't do nearly half the shit that the leftist protesters did. You're 100% correct there. Yet they were treated a thousand times worse. Where's the consistency there? You see, this is why, look, it's not a right-left thing per se anymore. Yeah, it still has a lot to play in there, the right versus left. But I think this is Americans watching what's happening and going, wait, wait, what? Huh? This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense to me, and it's starting to anger me. There are going to be plenty of Americans that don't give a shit, don't give a fuck. They aren't, this isn't going to move the needle for them at all. But there are a lot of Americans that will move the needle for, and they will react. And it just depends on how much this government keeps pressing. Look, it's only been a year. Imagine that 2022, and I don't want you to because we've been through some rough years lately. 2020 and 2021 were not the funnest of years. But 2022 is going to be better? Really? Huh. Not starting out that way. Oddly, while listening to old shows for the YouTube channel, I saw your January 6th show doesn't work. I find that a little suspicious. Well, that's weird. I got to look into that. But the more you piss off these these quiet people, these people that have just been sitting back letting you do your thing, the more those people that start to get up, the more violent it will become. 
and I don't want that. I'm just telling you that that's just human nature. You start to go into people's bank accounts and start to freeze them. You do that in this country, you will see fucking anarchy. A single mom donates $50 and they freeze her bank account. Boy, that's that. I, I, I like to say it. it's very, very Hitler-esque of Prime Minister Trudeau or Prime Minister Pierre. I just don't like the guy. Uh, and, and I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody fired a hockey puck towards him. Yeah, oh yeah. November in the circus of midterms cannot get here soon enough. Amen. I mean, the bloodbath is going to fill the Coliseum. All those middle class, middle of the road who have been insulted and degraded by the left for the last few years, the suburban people who elected Youngkin in Virginia, the alleged Karens and parents in society are going to go right quite hard. It's going to be ugly. I mean, it is. this is what I tell you. It's what I, I, I keep telling you guys and watch it's happening. That conquistador ride that I've talked about, oh, it's going to remotely swing. And and it's going to swing hard. I got in trouble yesterday on Facebook for commenting that I changed a tranny on my VW bug. Some changing for some reason changing in transmission on a VW is hate speech. Isn't that funny? I mean it's not funny. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what, man. You know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going to steal something from the movie Mr. Deeds, which doesn't happen very often because that was a shit movie by Adam Sandler. Uh, I'll still watch it, though, if it comes on. I want you to think about it. Our 10-year-old selves, if our 10-year-old selves were walking the streets today, they would whoop our ass for being such pussies. Because we get so butthurt over words. Words that are protected under the First Amendment. There's a huge story going on right now here in the Metroplex. And it happened in Garland uh, and Rowlett and maybe a couple places in Dallas. All kind of pamphlets filled with hate speech. Nothing like, nothing actionable, nothing like violence, but just hate speech in general have been dropped, and the news is all over it. And the police department has come out and said the most we can get them on is littering. You see, that's the beauty of America. Those people have the right to say what they want to say. I'm just telling you. You you may not like hate speech, and, and I don't know a lot of people that do, these people that drive the drop these pamphlets and things like that, I, I don't take them serious. See, see, here's the thing. You want to come out and say the Holocaust didn't happen? I know right then and there that you are far too stupid to ever converse with me ever again. So guess what? I, you're not in my life, so I don't care what you do. If you take somebody's rights away and I'm put on a jury and I'm told to say what if you're guilty or not, then I find you guilty. I don't care. I wouldn't hire you. 
See, you have the right to do all this stuff. You have the, you want to get swastikas tattooed on your body? You go right ahead. More white power to you, I guess. But when you don't get hired, don't try to sue them. Because they don't want that kind of shit in their workplace. Don't don't start claiming you got First Amendment rights and all this kind of bullshit. Because they'll fire your ass. That's their property you're walking on. Maybe they're going to get these people with the flyers on trespassing. Okay, that's fine. Look, I don't want people dropping hate, you know, hate pamphlets out. But that's the beauty of America. That's what makes us America. Dude, our 10-year-old selves uh, could take on adults nowadays. All those pussy millennials and Gen Zers would collapse and beg us to stop. Oh, God. I'm just a bigger version of my 10-year-old self. I'm ready to start assaulting people. I really am. By the way, could you imagine, let's play our game, the game that we all hate to play. Can you imagine if this was a BLM protester sending money to BLM and they froze their accounts. Thoughts on sovereign citizens, folks? <laughs> I, that was one of my favorite things when, when, when the show Live PD was on. I got to say, I, I loved it. There it is. When, 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 when the police would roll up on somebody like in rural Nevada and, and they, they, they claim their sovereign rights. I find it, I, I, I find those people to be more amusing than anything. Yeah, I, I mean, it, Ogre says it great here. Sovereign citizens are some of the dumbest, most delusional of all time. They'll quote, like, old statues from the 1700s. Yet they'll use public roads. That's my favorite. Like, when you see one of these idiots get busted driving a car and they don't have a license and they claim sovereignty. (whistles) You can travel in between states. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to be operating a motor vehicle in this country... That is a privilege once again, and they can write you a ticket for it, you dumb motherfuckers. Look, if that's the way, I, I don't care how people want to live their lives. I, I, let, let, me, let me just go out on a limb and say it. As long as you're not intruding on the rights of another human being in America, I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care. I don't care if you sit in your house naked with no furniture playing a ukulele all day. I think you're a weirdo. I'm not going to hang out with you because I don't want to see you naked playing a ukulele. Unless this was Pam Anderson circa 1995. But come on. Best sovereign citizen videos involve breaking car windows and meeting old Sparky the Taser. Oh, yeah. I I agree, Oak. I I agree 100% with you. 
And if you're a sovereign person, you're listening, I'm sorry. I apologize to you. But, hey, I'm not going to take away your right to live that way. More power to you. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with any of my family. Don't fuck with the ass family. I'm good. Don't fuck with anybody. I swear. Uh, sovereign citizens. Jesus. You just have to roll your eyes at that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ogre, you play that ukulele. I, well, yeah, he can play the ukulele naked in his ass all he wants. If he's playing ukulele naked, I ain't fucking going there. Now, good old dummy. And no, 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 I'm not talking about... Joe Brandon, I agree. No, 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 I'm talking about this dummy. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Vice President Kamala, the Indian giant, says that sanctions would absolutely deter... Vladimir Putin. Oh, hold on a second. I have to. I have to add something in there. Um, okay. Got that out of the way. Despite saying he's already made up his mind and he's going to invade Ukraine, so so you're threatening with this, but you already know he's made up his mind. <laughs> so your your threat did not worry him. Uh, Ratburger, who asked me about the sovereignty, he says, agree 100% with you and Ogre. So much entertainment. That's all those people are. Those those people are just flat-out entertaining. <laughs> Ukulele, that's so trendy and gauche. I play the electric sitar naked. Okay, I don't want to be there for that either. President Pootie Poo doesn't take orders from you. Yeah, uh, but good, good old Pootie. He's like, oh, no, sanctions against us. We'll just sell more of our oil. Oh, no. Once we take Ukraine over, we've got all their money, so it doesn't really matter. Fuck you, America. How bad do you think Vladimir Putin wants to come out and just say, fuck you, Joe Biden? I mean, I am honestly surprised. How awesome would it be? If Vladimir Putin, instead of not wearing a shirt, he wears a Let's Go Brandon shirt, I would piss myself. I would literally piss myself. I would piss myself laughing first and then weep. Because the leader of, when I was raised, our our mortal enemy, the Russians, the Ruskies, and they're trying to get back, it seems like, to that stage. I would weep for the fact that our leader is such a clown. He is such clown shoes that another world leader is wearing a shirt that pretty much says, fuck Joe Biden. Because we know Joe ain't going to do shit about it. Putin asked the West what it wanted, and the West started to say sanctions, but then Putin put up his hand and bellowed, it doesn't matter what you want. Hashtag The Rock. Oh, I love the Miz's line. 
When the hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. I wish Vladimir Putin would do shit like that. That would be kick-ass. Biden thinks the Ukraine is the kick Daniel delivered to be best Johnny at the All Valley. <laughs> I love that they, why are they sending Kamala over there? Kamala has zero, and I mean like less than zero percent experience. Hunter Biden has more experience dealing with world leaders. How bad is that? that Hunter is actually more qualified for this job than Kamala, the Indian giant. Now, if she were to pat on her belly like the original Kamala and draw a moon on there, I might start taking her serious. Can you imagine if she came out in the old Kamala mask that he wore, that big old square mask? She's got her handler Friday with her. Oh, that'd be great. Douglas says, can't wait for Cobra Kai to come back again. I heard it's near the end of the year, and I know that that they're talking about doing, uh, they're filming right now. I don't know if it's in post-production, but the new season of Yellowstone, because they just did all the Yellowstones this weekend for President's Day. Yes, I watched the majority of them. I've watched the show, like, I don't know, six times. The show's fucking phenomenal. It's so good. Um, But it, it might be coming back before the end of the year. I'm going to need to rec- to create a photo with Pootie Poo wearing an LGB shirt. Let's go, Brandon, and a MAGA hat. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. If there's a way to put, like, you know, like chewing tobacco in his mouth and have a Confederate flag behind him, that's gold. Arnie, did you see they bought some ranch in San Antonio for another year? Yeah. Look, they're buying up a bunch. Uh, Tyler Sheridan, the guy that's producing it, they've got like two more, at least two more spinoffs from Yellowstone coming. And then he's got a bunch of shows coming out. I just finished Mayor of Kingstown, which is a really, really intense show. Really good show. Tyler Sheridan is a heck of a bride. A couple of movies he's done. Uh, the Warbird texted me and asked me about a movie I talked about a couple weeks ago called Wind River with Jeremy Renner in it. That's a Tyler Sheridan movie. That movie's badass. Hell or High Water, Jeff Bridges in it. That movie is kick-ass. Once again, Tyler Sheridan. This guy's the new it guy in Hollywood. 1883 is absolutely incredible. I've been recording those. I'm waiting to, to where I can binge watch the entire season. Uh, season four of Stranger Things should be coming out. So they announced a date on Stranger Things just the other day. They just announced a date. Kenobi comes out uh, May 25th. Who else is excited? Okay, it's another Star Wars spinoff. There, there's a lot of shit coming out. Uh, there's there's a mob show that Taylor Sheridan's doing with Sylvester Stallone. That's right, Stallone is doing a TV show. About the Kansas City Mafia, and I think they're going to Tulsa. I'm not kidding. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, but, yes, Kamala Harris has said, please, please, we'll, we'll put sanctions on you. I swear. By the way, by the way, let me. Watching the news this morning, it kept talking about how. 
Oh, hold on. I got to get this right. Omicron. The numbers are so dramatically down. It, it honestly, like it, it's so stupid. As the Omicron surge continues to decline in the U.S., you ready? Infectious disease experts are keeping a close eye on an even more contagious version of the variant that could once again foil the nation's hopes of getting back to normal. The virus, also known as BA.2, is a strain of the highly contagious Omicron variant that appears to spread even more easily, about 30% more easily, which, by the way, will make it even, it'll make it 30% less deadly or less worse than it has been. I have a listener mail today. We're doing listener mail Got one from Christopher, and he talks about how he had COVID last week. We'll get to that in listener mail. By the way, Christopher and I are working on a uh, an Academy Awards weekend like none other before. We're going to do uh, we, 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 we have an award show on that Friday that Christopher will be uh, joining me on the phone for. It's called the Assies, in which we will award the Assies to the worst films and actors of the entire year. And then Monday, we'll recap the Academy Awards. That's March 27th, the Academy Awards. So we, we uh, Christopher and I got a whole, whole lot of stuff planned. So uh, say, put it on your calendar, March 25th, and then the 28th. March 25th and 28th, Christopher will be on the show. By the way, this whole idea of yet another strain coming out, I, I just... Greta, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. That, that, that's what I think, too. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I agree, honey. I agree, sister. Don't worry about it. Just like I told you about Omicron. March 28th is my birthday. Thank you for doing a special show. Yes, the Arise Birthday Show. You think Biden will use COVID as the reason we won't respond to Russia invading Ukraine? I'd like to see that. You guys have to do a worst com- uh, government commercial from Joe and the boy band to Kamala and the Canadian children actors. Boy, they've been spreading. Pro- those aren't commercials. That's what we call propaganda. Let's call it what it really is. It is propaganda. Commercials are banks talking about their low interest loans. Trying to get what the government get get you to do what the government wants you to do, that's propaganda. Uh the comrade Russia no gets COVID. Instead, COVID gets Russia. Look, man, I, I just I, I find it funny. I find it funny. There, there's so much stuff that I find funny right now uh, with with our country. Like like you can't write this shit. This is what makes me laugh is the the utter hypocrisy and stupidity on the people that are in charge right now. New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell was pictured partying maskless during an indoor Mardi Gras event Friday night despite just reinstating the city's COVID-19 mask mandate for schools and indoor public places just one week ago. 
100 short videos taken at the mayor's Mardi Gras ball were posted online before they were deleted following Fox News' inquiries. Inquiries, sorry. The videos taken down, taken by a 360 photo booth showed Cantrell singing karaoke maskless with two other women who were also without masks. No, Mardi Gras in February. She was holding your breath, you Republican asshole. No, she wasn't. Not while she was singing, motherfucker. Aha! Not a single person wore a protective face mask in any of the videos. And they were taken down less than an hour after Fox News requested comments. Oh, oh shit. We got pictures up? Somebody, by the way, by the way, once you put them up, you can take them down. But they do live forever like these 12 photos I'm looking at. Mardi Gras is March 1st. They keep pushing it back. I know it was always in February. Fat Tuesday and shit like that. People walking around with the little little scrub on their neck when when, when that uh when Ash Wednesday happens. Yeah, Fat Tuesday and then Ash Wednesday. And then you got Lent until what? Easter? See, the cool thing about not pressuring other people to wear masks is you're not a hypocrite when people catch you not wearing one. Yeah, there you go. You know, isn't that weird? Isn't that strange? Thank you, Douglas. I appreciate you pointing that out. Oh, there's a still picture of her, and she looks like Patti LaBelle, mouth wide open, not holding her damn breath. But the rest of the city, yeah, you motherfuckers got to wear masks. Fuck you, New Orleans. Uh, Andrew, Andrew, I know that you're a, a native Louisianan, Lu, Lu, Louisianan, Louisianite, Louisianan. I, I don't know what they call you people. And, and, and you're the state that's right next to us. I got nothing but love for Louisiana. But I tell you what, man, your leaders get dumber and dumber as the years go by. I didn't think anybody could be as stupid as former New Orleans Mayor Ray Nagin. Still, still, I, 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 I'm down, dumbfounded. I say that because his plan of action for evacuating at Hurricane Katrina was let the storm hit and then we'll evacuate the people. If he's a fire captain, his goal would be to let the fire burn out and then we'll rescue the people inside. Mardi Gras Carnival celebration this Saturday, downtown Sac under Freeway Gardens. I'm going to the party. I was supposed to. It li- literally, that's the one event I've never done. I've never done Mardi Gras. And there's no reason for me to do it now because I'm sober. The uh, I, I quit drinking. Uh, this year will be 25 years. April 6th will mark 25 years without a drink. I was turning 26 that year, so I was 25. Um, The next year, I was supposed to go to Mardi Gras. Seriously, I was supposed to go to Mardi Gras the next year. We had it all planned, ready to go, and then, boom, got the DUI and never went to Mardi Gras. There you go. Uh, Oh, I got to save that one. Uh, All right, so we're off of... Uh, protests. We're off of Omicron and all that kind of bull. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Omicron. Omicron. 
25 years, cheers, wait. Oh, poor choice of words. <laughs> uh, congratulations going out to the city of Hotlanta. Hotlanta is like, hey, Chicago, we got you in our sights. Due to the fact that rape, rape soared by 236% in, in Atlanta this year. Murder jumped by 43%. Burglaries up 18%. Shoplifting up 4%. Uh, Mayor Andre Dickens has pledged to fight the rising crime with new technology and more police officers. How about this? How about we punish criminals? How about we start doing that? How about we start... If we punish them and and let the, the people know about it, see, that's what the punishment's supposed to do is deter the crime. But we made prison so easy and soft now. We let people go and do all this kind of stuff. I, I, I'm just telling you right now, let's go back to the days of the fucking fire hosing them off. Let's treat them like fucking the criminals they are. I'm sorry, you did the crime. You got to do the time. And we've made it such a country club for them. Cable, weights. It's like gladiator training school. Atlanta's rape campaign tagline is wherever you are, fuck you too. <laughs> they got to get Al to do it though. Fuck you too. How about if you rape, your sentence is to sit naked in a plastic chair until your junk gets stuck and you stay stuck. Man, Kale, that thing fucking torments me. That picture you put up on the super fans page of a dude sitting in a plastic chair getting his nuts cut in between, caught in between. And it cut his ass out. That would be my dog Bubba as a human. I call bullshit on the shoplifting up 4%. Who are they trying to make you feel good with that bullshit stat? Come on. You know shoplifting has risen way more than 4%. I mean, if you're going to throw a shit statistic at us, make it believable. Jaywalking is up 7%. I'd believe that. That picture is nuts. Yes, it truly is nuts. See, I I get what you did there, you see? (laughs) Dude's ball sack is caught in there. Holy shit. How does that happen? Like, I've sat in plenty of plastic chairs and never got my nuts stuck in them. Granted, I'm never sitting in another plastic chair again due to that picture. Are you really that challenged of a person that you got your nuts stuck in a chair? I mean, shit. You must be on the spectrum. You got to be on the spectrum. Let's see. Okay, so homicide up 43% in Atlanta. Aggravated assault down 2%. Robbery down 36%. Now, Robbery is down 36%, but burglary, 
is up 18%. Rape, 236%. Overall crime down to... How can overall crime be down 10% if rape is up 236%? Yeah, yeah. Special K, you're right. Why is he naked? Why is he sitting nakedly in a plastic chair? I'm betting that, that copious amounts of alcohol were involved in that. I don't have nuts, but I'd like to think I'd feel them slipping and getting pinched maybe before they were a permanent feature of the chair, right? I Like I said, I do believe alcohol is somewhere involved in that picture. <laughs> Fucking dummy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bird flu. Caw, caw. <coughs> has been detected in a fourth commercial poultry in southern Indiana. <laughs> has Dr. Fauci been to there? I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, has he been visiting Indiana recently? Lab test of a second commercial flock of turkeys has come back as presumably positive for the virus. Remember, we were supposed to get bird flu a long time ago, and they got viruses, and I think we threw them out. So I guess we have to spend billions of dollars to come up with a new vaccine because now I guess bird virus will take over for COVID. I, I'm just, I'm so sick of this. Just, just, yeah, government, if you're going to make something, just make something that kills me to where I don't have to listen to this shit anymore. Yeah, I try not to use those type of chairs because my fat ass doesn't need to be the butt of the joke when that thing breaks. Oh, I hate plastic chairs. Oh, I can't stand them for that reason alone. That's bad. That's bad. You break a chair. but I don't know what's worse. If you break a chair, you get your nuts stuck in a chair. I think getting your nuts stuck in the chair is worse. That's just me, though. This is my favorite. You know what my favorite is, right? When the woke take on the woke. <laughs> I'm just gonna read this to you. This is what I this is what I wake up in the morning for. 350.org, a left wing green group focused on grassroots efforts to fight climate change, is being plagued. By accusations of white supremacy culture within its own organization. Despite efforts, it claims it is undertaken to increase diversity among its staff as well as the climate change movement. So what's more important, shutting down the pipeline or eating your own? I love it. I absolutely, positively love it. The group has struggled to overcome its founding by a group of white people when it followed efforts to hire more people of color with mass layoffs and increased workloads amid financial struggles. So the woke is eating the woke. I love that there is a group in the woke world that stops, that wants to stop the Keystone Pipeline, but hey, we aren't going to stop it with you racists.
Yeah, he had balls to sit in that chair naked. Yeah, he did have them. And this this story right here, the reason why I did this story and the reason why I did this story last is to give a little hope out there. And the hope is this. When enough things like this story right here happen, that a group that wants to shut down a pipeline is being hammered from inside with white supremacy, even though there's probably not. It's just somebody who organized it and did all the legwork. They're not supremacists. They did all the legwork, and that's why they're leading it. But that's not good enough. That's not good enough. And you see, what happens is the people that really joined it for the cause and now are being called racist, they're going to leave, and they're not going to do this anymore. They're not because they, they, they're tired of it too, and, and hopefully – the media sees this and makes light of it and talks about it so we can talk about it and make light of it and make fun of it to show you once and for, uh, once and finally these people do not matter we're so afraid of these people because they go out there and they march and they do their things and they're allowed to while other people are not allowed to go out there and march and do their things the problem is we're giving them all this rope to hang themselves with and they are doing it Oh, how dare you use a hanging reference, Arnie? That's racist. Well, that is exactly why I used it, you dumb motherfuckers. Keep it up. Keep it up. I'm honestly surprised that they haven't gone after Charlie Brown a lot more since he only has one black friend, Franklin. He has no transsexual friends. We need to cancel Charlie Brown. He makes fun of people with speech impediments. Wonk, 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 wonk. Makes fun of poor Linus in his blanket. How dare you do that? That's an emotional support blanket. This is where they go. These are the things they do. We, we give them this power, and they go out, and they march against the pipeline, and they go, okay, well, done with the pipeline. Let's find next. Oh, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's hair makes fun of cancer patients. Oh, we, we, should, we should just march. We should get those truckers and do a convoy to get rid of Charlie Brown. Yeah, the pig pen who fucking stunk, Yeah. I don't remember any Asian kids in that group. Uh-huh. I think Peppermint Patty is a lesbian, so well before her time. No canceling them now. Then you're going to have to change. Uh, what, wasn't Peppermint Patty's little, uh, little lesbian friend Marcy? Marcy's got to be a trans. I'm cool with Linus being a gay. Charlie Brown's sister is probably a lesbian. And we all know that fucking Charlie is finger-blasting Lucy. Because she's a whore. Lucy's a whore, that's why. Lucy sits there and, and, and watches the, the, I can't think of his name right now, the kid who plays the piano. Isn't that Franklin? No, Franklin's a black kid. Little kid playing the piano where Lucy's looking at him, thinking about Charlie fucking finger-blasting her. 
Snoopy and Woodstock, that's a strange relationship. Patty isn't a lesbian. She's actually a transgender. That's why Marcy keeps calling her sir, and Patty gets pissed off. Schroeder. Okay, Schroeder plays the piano. Schroeder's into Charlie's sister. Charlie's sister, a little white trash. You know, it, it, Linus thinks he's got a chance with her, but they're, B, they're BFFs. Snoopy's into bestiality. He fucks animals. Uh, but the woke eating the woke, oh, there's nothing to me that's more delicious. And Pigpen, he made it okay to be friends with the stinky kid. <laughs> All right, 775-357-FANS or ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. That's where you can write the show. We're about to do listener mail, so if you want to get something in, send it in now. 775-357-FANS. Uh, happy 2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-
night Something about true love that you must have forgot To lose a memory I know just where to go Somewhere between Texas and Mexico Somewhere between Texas and Mexico Kingfisher jumping, the moon is right From throttle captain to we're out of sight Stars on the ocean will find me, I know Somewhere between Texas and Mexico Somewhere between Texas and Mexico South Padre Island to the Brownsville Bay My heart is healing with each breaking wave But I've got some real friends and they're ready to go Somewhere between Texas and Mexico Somewhere between Texas and Mexico Kingfisher jumping, the moon is right Full throttle captain till we're out of sight Will find me, I know Somewhere between Texas and Mexico Somewhere between Texas and Mexico It's gonna take just a little more time With a little help from the south and a line Something about the wind and the sea Sets a broken heart
Start mail. Oh, what a beautiful morning. 
Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this one says, Dear Arnie, I just wanted to say thank you so much to both you and Tommy for your show on Friday. I, I think it was probably the greatest show we've ever done. Easily. The funniest show we've ever done. It's been a long time since I have spit coffee on my computer, but it happened on Friday. I didn't think it could get better than the taint talk, but then the new form of porn did it. I will never doubt that you are a comedic genius. All hail AIG. That's from David. The rest steal the batteries out. Yes, they do that too. Yeah. The rest don't put toilet seats down. No, they don't do that either. Mm. I have not gone. I, I don't usually go back and listen to shows. I, I, I hate my voice. I, I'm way too overcritical. I'm too much of a program director for myself. But I just want to go back and listen to the taint talk because Tommy brought that up. And then the new Victoria's Secret model who is uh, Down syndrome and how, how tragically wrong that conversation <laughs> went from there. And the new form of porn, which, by the way, I, 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 we have another mail on this. So, uh, David, thank you so much for this. Let me go to the next mail and say, um, uh, it, it's, oh, wait, next mail, uh, we got to do this. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? It just says, hey. I just wanted to let you know that you ruined my weekend. <laughs> After that damn show you and Tommy did on Friday, while trying to watch porn this weekend, all I could do was picture what you two were talking about, and then I did what I never thought I would do. I looked it up. No! Exclamation points. To the answer before you ask, I did not watch or take care of business, but thank you again for ruining pornography. That's from Mike. <laughs> okay, so I have to be this weekend, I, you know, just watching TV, relaxing. And I thought about Friday's show, and I thought I started laughing, you know, about some of the things that, that were said on the show. And I thought to myself, well, I need to look this up. And I typed in that kind of porn. I, I just typed in. I, I went to, to X videos, and I, I typed in the word retarded. And, yes, there is that. And I, I clicked out of it immediately. I No, I'm not going to watch it. it. That's wrong. I guess there's already a genre out there. We didn't create anything on Friday. But, boy, we brought light to it. Holy shit, man. I mean. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even. Oh, god damn, that's just funny. Um <laughs> Yeah, there there's a whole genre out there. Mm. I don't know if they have any stars yet or not. <laughs> so we found something that even creeps you out. Makes you feel like there's a line being crossed and it's porn made by those who lick windows. <laughs> As well as dicks. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to jump over that line. Yeah, you know, <laughs> can, 
can you like find their websites and, and type in, you know, what you like, you know, like, like how you can type in squirters. Can you put in droolers? <laughs> huh? Interesting to know where you, your line is. Mine was drawn well, well before that. If you want to borrow my stick. Yeah, it's kind of sad that my line does kind of go that far. I love the videos made with deaf girls. The noises they make are great. Deaf people do make a lot of funny noises. I have to say, because they can't hear it. They can't. They fart all the time in public. They burp. They don't realize they're making any noise. It's a way to live right there. Uh, all right, here we go. Next letter here. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie. I was just wondering uh, about something. I think you said it a couple weeks ago. Everyone that was up in arms about Joe Rogan on Spotify. Yes, people like Art, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Neil Young. Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, some other people pulled their music off Spotify. Uh, because they didn't like that, that Joe Rogan, first of all, gave, quote, unquote, false information on COVID. That was the original thing. And then when nobody paid attention to that, some political hit group went out there and said, Joe Rogan's a racist. We're still waking on the rape and the the pedophilia to happen. I I do think Neil Young went back to Spotify. Well, he might have gone back because he doesn't even own his music. The person that owns his music can be like, yeah, no, we're going to play it there. So if you disagree with the government, this is continuing Michelle's letter here, or say bad things over the last 15 years, then you're still not as bad as a pedophile like R. Kelly, whose music, by the way, is still up on Spotify. When will people realize that they and their opinions are not really that important? Gee, Joni Mitchell pulled her stuff off Spotify. I bet that left a large gap in the offerings of Spotify. Joni Mitchell's like an old, like, folk singer, female, just curmudgeon Fact, Putin is a fan of Joe Rogan and invaded Ukraine to divert our attention from the controversy. Um, look, th- this is something that it should show you the level of stupidity in this country. We get mad because a guy has a differing opinion about a virus relief, okay? He, he's not telling anybody not to get the, the shot. I've never heard him told people not to get the shot. But he said that he's going to stick with what he went with when he had COVID. And it worked. She's a 70s folk singer like Mama Cass, but not as fat. And not as popular, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I would say that. I, I would agree with that. Um, we allow pedophiles to be played on Spotify. People who actually had sex with children. Yet, we're supposed to get mad at a guy who has a differing opinion, who may have said the N-word a few times in his career. That's the same as raping a child, really. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. That's worse than raping a child. I apologize. It's worse. Awesome. Awesome. It, tr- it truly is the stupidity of us. We need to look at ourselves and be, really? This is what we're getting upset at? And first of all, I don't have a problem with R. Kelly being on Spotify. Spotify's a business. R. Kelly still has fans. I, I know it's crazy. Look, look. Remember when all the Michael Jackson, hee-hee, stuff went down? There are people still to this day that defend Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's still on Spotify. R. Kelly still on Spotify. All these people still on Spotify. I mean, I mean, look, look, look. We allow people like Machine Gun Kelly. In a video that he posted a couple years ago, it's starting to make its rounds around, but I, I don't think he's he's big enough yet. He's not big enough to really cancel out yet because he was talking about one of the Jenner daughters when she was like 15. He was talking about violating her, and you can't do that. You, you can't talk that way. Believe me, I know. We had young Britney. When I was doing the morning show, we had young Britney. And by the way, we have huge Britney news today. We couldn't say what we wanted to do to her until she turned 18 because we didn't want to get kicked off the air. And R. Kelly, he's talking about uh, Kendall Jenner or Kylie Jenner, one of those two, about what he wanted to do with them when they were 15. He's like, man, so what that they're 15? Robert Plant had sex with a 12-year-old. He starts throwing other people under the bus. We allow him to stay on there. But Joe Rogan says, I did ivermectin and it worked for me. Well, we got to get the White House involved. When they don't get it done, well, we got we to gotta assassinate his character. Not R. Kelly's, though. Interesting shit. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Christopher. That, that movie reviewer, Christopher. Says, up, what's up, big guy? I remember a few weeks ago, uh, we were talking about how most people have gotten sick in the two years since the outbreak, but I hadn't gotten anything. Well, that changed this weekend. Two years of all this bullshit. I hadn't had as much as a headache, nothing. But Friday night, I started to feel sick. My temperature went up. So I took one of our at-home COVID test kits, and fuck, I have the horrible and deadly... Coronavirus, 48 hours of body aches, fever dreams, I come out of it. I feel better now. I did get triple jabs, so I assume that helped me recover as much as I have to so quickly. My brother Mo uh, got the king flu a few months back without the jab, and, and COVID fucked him up, put his ass up for almost three weeks. Uh, I'm not going to work tomorrow. I guess he written, wrote this uh, seven hours ago. Uh, but today I was feeling much better. I decided to finish writing and editing my Oscar reviews. Okay, and then he goes into that uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, Christopher, I'm sorry you got sick. That sucks, man. I'm glad you're doing better. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that you're doing better. And I think I don't know if I had official coronavirus Throughout this two years, I'm sure I did at some point. I mean, I didn't really. 
I didn't change anything that I did. I still flew. I went on vacations. I went to the malls when, when they were open. I only wore a mask when I told I had to. If I didn't have to wear a mask, I didn't wear a mask. I don't care. That's the way, if it's meant to go. If I'm meant to go, then I'm meant to go. Um, but as far as the lockdowns and things like that, we went too far. We all we all know we went too far. I don't need to recap COVID for you. We all know we went too far, and we're still going too far, and it's over. And nobody wants to say that it's over and, and up there because then if we say COVID's over. Do you know why the White House hasn't said COVID's over? Because then if COVID's over, then we don't have to look at that. And that means we're looking back at you. I don't understand why people run to a test when they get sick. Before this, when we got the flu, most of us didn't run to take a flu test. You know you were sick and just took care of yourself and ride it out. Well, it's a new day and age. By the way, I, I will say this, and I say this proudly. Um, I have yet, I have yet to take one COVID test. I haven't even been tested yet. Because positive test equals 14 days or PPL pay in my line of work. There you go. Milk the system. Hey, go. I have no problem with that at all. Uh-oh. Oh, this one looks like an ask question here. When I was sick, the restaurant I worked at made me test. They wouldn't let me work. Okay. You come to Sacramento and hung out with all of us with no masks, and I didn't hear any of us, any outbreak. No, no. Two weeks paid off in addition to sick leave, vacation, et cetera. Heck, yes, I'll take the positive test. Cowboys go back then. Companies, businesses, transportation, and government guidelines didn't care. Now they do. Derek says, "Me neither. I figure I don't feel. I don't test. I, I don't have it. Yeah, I haven't taken a test either. Even when I got it in September. How'd you know you had it? I wouldn't t- have tested otherwise. Yeah. I look. I get it. I understand why people there. There are people out there that have to test for their jobs. I get it. I ain't going to." I know the guy that runs my business. He's kind of a dick, but you know what? He's all right. He, he, he's not too bad. All right, so next mail here. It's an ask question, Don't so move. we got to do this. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? All right, here we go. Uh, we, 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 got a, we got some advice that's needed, so, of course, whenever there's advice needed, well, I have to sing. So we got two for you today. Ready? Here we go. You know this is my one of my all-time favorites. Don't care it's not Christmas. Ask Arnie. He is fat. Not just plump, but holy crap. He wants to
That right there is gold. Pure gold. And then to go with this other, probably the greatest Ask Arnie song of all time. Band ready? Got some problems I can help you Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can't help you out Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a cow. You know I'll do it and brag about it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. All your ratings are in the gutter. from Lyle says Arnie I was just wondering if you give me some advice or tell me what it would be like interning for the summer I have a chance to intern at my uncle's company in the financial world now it doesn't really pay but I will get tons of experience you're probably one of the most successful interns I've ever heard of 
uh, and was wondering if you could do anything different, would you? Well, thank you for saying that, uh, Lyle, about being successful. Um, I was an intern. I started out as Arnie the intern at a radio station. Actually, I started out as an intern at a TV station. And I, I realized at, at an early age, uh, Lyle, that, that I was not built for TV because I'm not pretty. I'm not pretty enough to do the news. I, I probably would never have gotten hired anywhere unless, you know, like some podunk town. Um. As far as going to the intern level, uh, so when I started radio interning, my dad questioned it a lot, saying, hey, they're not paying you, but they're making you work. Well, I was learning. I was learning about everything that the radio world was. And I still, I, I learned until the last day I was in radio. So I was learning about it. It's a fascinating world. But at first, no, the, there is no pay for interns. I don't like today's world that interns have to get paid. I think that's bullshit. Intern is a, a you are you are let behind the scenes and you have to do work. That's all. You keep your nose clean. You, you ask questions when you need to. You, you stay out of people's ways. And you actually commit to it. You can go a long way as an intern. And the thing is, bosses remember that shit. I'll never forget, my, my, one of the proudest days of my life was when I got hired full-time. If you lost weight and put on a Herb Tarlick suit, you'd be the best sports anchor of all time. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, was when I got the job. I mean, I got offered the job after the morning show, and that was done. I, I, I drove. My dad was working at the airport then. I drove to the airport, and I went upstairs to see him, and I told him. I was like, I got the job. I'm full-time. I have benefits, everything. And was uh, interning was the best thing I ever did. I'll, I'll say that right now. As far as my career goes, I didn't bitch and moan about having to do all the shit. I realized I was the gopher. So, Lyle, if you take this, I, I, I recommend you take it. If you want to be in the financial world and your uncle has a spot for you, take this internship, shut your mouth, Know your role as an intern. They can't literally abuse you. But they can work you like the dog that you are because you don't know anything. And think about this. When you get done, you will know a lot. And when you're ready to go in that world, you will have experience, more experience in that financial world than your competition to get said job. And if they can hire you, let, let's say in the financial world, let, let, let's play with dumb numbers here. Let's say that they want to hire the, the next person in this financial place at thirty grand a year. That's the low end, let's say. So they got thirty grand to spend on a guy who just graduated from college who has no idea what he's doing except the practical learn thing he learned in college. Or they've got a college graduate who actually has experience in the financial world, willing to take a $30,000 a year job. You're so far ahead of your competition, I say go for it. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, I remember an intern who came to a hotel I was working at. I was 33. He was 24. Uh, I was the manager of the rooms, breakfast, laundry. They put him with me. I taught him in every room at that hotel. Giggity, hopefully he learned something. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, all right. So uh, let's see. Uh, asking if I could do anything different. I wouldn't change anything. I, I look back at my life and I, I've never been this happy. I'm super happy right now. And when people ask that question about would you change anything in your life, instead of thinking about it, I want you to, if you're ever asked that question again, I want you to think about where you are right now in life, how happy you are. And if you are truly happy and blessed where you are right now in life, why would you change anything that got you there? Now, if you're not and you could change your life, here's the thing. You can't change it. Do you wish you could? Sure. There are people out there that wish they would have done things differently. I Sure. I'm not one of them. Everything I did led me right here to where I am right now, and I'm happy about that. So, Lyle, good luck to you. Uh, it, please feel free to write me anything else. No regret, None. No regrets. I know I sing about, you know, Satana in one of the songs about regrets. But not really. Not really at all. I mean, I regret having to pay for college, you know, tuition. That sucked. There's a lot of things in life that suck. But, yeah. Uh, Arise says, I hate the crap that I had to endure to get here, but I wouldn't have gotten here uh, otherwise. 100% agree. Y- you have to. If you're happy, if you're happy, why would you change anything? Oh, because I could be happier. Well, that's not necessarily true. What happens if you change something in your past, you get in a time machine, you go to the past, you change something, and all of a sudden you're not in that happy place you are right now. Good luck, Lyle. I don't think you're going to need it, but hey, good luck to you, bud. Uh, All right, next mail here. Let's hit it. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. I just wanted to say thank you for always playing music. That is fire. Thank you so much. Uh, You've gotten me to appreciate real country music and understand it more. I'm still not playing it on my way to work or anything, but I can appreciate it now. Do you think that we will get back to a time when music is fun again? That's from Daryl. I understand that question. So many songs now are about just depressing shit. And and music, it, look, there, there's a part of music that is there for the depressing shit. Bands like The Cure wouldn't be around if there weren't for depressing shit. And I like The Cure. I would like to see music go back to when it was fun. The Van Halens of the world singing about partying and getting drunk and pussy. All that kind of stuff. What rock and roll used to be. But now rock and roll has turned into therapeutic music. Or music. Something will happen, and it will break out. We will get another. We'll get another run, I think, in a few years. It just right now, music's in 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 a bad place, and it's every kind of music. I can't think of a good style of music right now with current artists. Like country's got a few up and comers that I'm watching and I'm, I'm paying attention to that I hope for. But we'll see. We'll see what country radio does to them. Because country radio fucks them over, and that, if they ain't going to be played on country radio, unless you're Morgan Wallen, who was overplayed on country radio, said a bad word, kicked off, but people liked him, he's still doing well. 
I have no regrets even being married for 20 years to someone that didn't make me happy. It made me who I am today. Yeah. It teaches you what you really want in life. Cowboys Girl says, I hate all the years I wasted on my ex, but no regrets. I got a beautiful daughter out of it and learned a, a, while, a lot. Yeah. Is it because it sucks or because we got older and we are now old people who hate everything new in music? No, Rise, I've thought about that. I've thought about that. Look, it pains me. Oh, God. Nothing pains me more it, it, than when I hear a classic rock station. Like, 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 like if I was in Reno, KOZZ, or if I was in Sacramento, The Eagle, if I'm flipping channels and all of a sudden I hear this on a classic rock station. And then it's followed by this. That's my, not my idea of classic rock. This is my idea of classic rock. Or this. Can buy me love. Those are classic rock songs. Paradise City, which I do love. It makes me feel old when I hear Paradise City on a classic rock station. Or Nirvana, for Christ's sake. But no, today, I mean, honestly, today's music is crap. It's not because I'm old. I still still have the mindset of a 14-year-old. I dress like a 16-year-old. My, my my humor scale is so down low in the in the in the mud. And there were a few groups that were coming out last year that were like Wolfgang Van Halen's band came out, Mammoth, and I thought they were pretty good. There was a band that had like Slash's son and Scott Weiland's son in there. They weren't bad. Well, they were like what was their name? Suspect something? Was it? Su- I'm not sure. I remember I heard him and I was like, wow, this isn't half bad. No, I can't find it now. Um, I'm just saying a bunch of people my age were in line at Starbucks with the Spice Girls singing, yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. And we all started singing and moving. And the kid behind the counter said, I love this old school stuff. Oh, God. That'd be a kick to the nuts. What, you feel old listening to Guns N' Roses, a song that's 30? I know it's 35 years old. I understand it, but I don't want to feel like that. I remember when I bought the cassette. When I heard classic rap station and Nelly Hot in here comes on, I'm like, fuck you. I I hear you. I hear you. It's because we're all getting old in the ass family. We're not getting, we are getting older. But that we we are not the crust. I I am a crusty old man on my front porch. But when it comes to music, I look look. I I played the the Turnpike Troubadours this morning. I kind of dig them. Fuck, I, I think my 
my favorite country song out there right now. It, it it's an old song. It's a remake though. Um, and it, it, I played it yesterday on the show. It's an old Chris Co- Chris Christopherson song. This one right here. Take the ribbon from your hair. Shake it loose and let it fall. Dancing soft against my skin. I love this song. Like the shadows on. But here's the funny thing. It was done a long, long time Take ago. Take the ribbon from your Shake it loose and let it fall. That's an old song. Laying soft against your skin. God damn. Willie's the truth. Dude, I hate the oldie station here that used to play 50s, 60s, 70s stuff, started playing 80s pop and the bad pop from the 80s. Yeesh. Oh, nothing but tears for fears and the pet shop boys. Arnie, what is a cassette for the kids listening at home? Well, a cassette is a uh, it's a, a small, more portable version of uh, a recording that's looped on tape. That's right. And you put this little device into a cassette player, and you rewind and fast forward. I, I understand that, that I you, you people have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's okay. We're old, especially now that Braddy is finally old. Pammy, oh sassy Pammy, you are gonna get that. You're you're gonna you're gonna get a phone call probably for that one. I'm just telling you. Uh, asking you, I I hope that we get back in time when music's fun again. I'll just say this right now, music will will make a gigantic turnaround when the right people are working at radio stations. I watched this disaster happen from the inside. I'm glad I, I I worked at a rock station and we didn't have to play any music. Because if I worked at a country station and I had to once play a, a song like this, hold on a second. I, I have I, I know I do not have it in my library. If I ever had to play a song. I, I would probably quit immediately working at a country station. <sighs> Let's see. How does one skip a song on cassette? Well, you fast forward. You hit the fast forward button, and you hope you don't go too far. That That's how. And you can rewind it, too. If I ever had to play... Baby, a song you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. If I ever had to play that, my, my wrist would be cut again. That is gutter trash right there. There are a few gentlemen who used to guard that Florida-Georgia line, and they did it pretty damn well, and they didn't need any help. Them boys were from a place called Jacksonville, Florida. One, two, three. Turn it up. That's the Florida Georgia line right there. Stop it. It's a long 
video on YouTube that describes why new music is awful. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Do they say the same things I do that instead of talking about fun stuff like partying and getting laid, that they all talk about daddy not hugging them enough? Yeah, Papa Roach, I'm talking right to you. Cut your life into pieces. This is your last resort. Super nice guys. Oh, I've met him a couple times. Super nice guys. Music sucks. I'll say it. I'm not afraid. I'm like the pastor. I'll say it. Oh, shit. I, I didn't cut any of the pastor down. If you weren't here yesterday, we had new pastor stuff. If I say this, yes. Wednesday. Wednesday. We going to have a burning service. A burning service. <laughs> I don't care what Hasbro says. And your little dog, Ouija too. boards are a portal to hell. Do not, do not talk about me. My, my kids just won't obey. And my marriage is just a crap fest. And I come to church and I want to shout, but I got bondage. And you sit around binge watching Harry Potter. I said it. He did. He said it. I, 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 we better I, get some people standing up or I know whose side you on, praise God. I praise said, God. I said it. Praise God. You better get right out of Harry Potter mess in your house. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. And your little dog, too. I hope you die of ass cancer. That guy's awesome. That guy's fantastic. It's more scientific in its explanation. I saw a thing a few years ago. Thank you, Dan. Uh, about a country song. They did. They, they, they explained that there's a formula to write a hit country song. And you have to include things like Buckle Bunny, Creek, Truck Bed, and of course, Beer. I mean, it is the David Allen Coe version. I mean, I mean, look, they've taken it literal what David Allen Coe said. That's how dumb they are. And he sent it to me. Here we go. After reading it, I realized that my Let's all sing it. We all know the, the words. Perfect country and western song. This is the perfect country and western song. I felt obliged song. to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. I was drunk, drunk. The day my mom, mom, got out of prison, prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. Rain. But before I could get to the station in my pickup truck, pickup truck, one more thing needed. She got robbed over by a damned old train. A train. So trucks, trains, mama, prison, getting drunk. And these people went with it literally. They're like, oh shit, we got to write that. That song is like 50 years old. Is it 50? It, it's near 50 years old. That song, god damn, I am fucking old. Jesus. But that was a hit song. That has endured the, the, that, that, that shit that I played you from the, this garbage. Baby, oh. a song you made me want to roll. We aren't going to be listening to that in 50 years. Look, granted, I'm going to be dead. 
But you ain't going to hear that song. That song does not have the legs of a 50-year-old. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that. Music will become fun again when people start having fun playing music that are professional musicians, I believe. We'll see if that happens. Uh, all right, only a couple more mails left, so let's get to it. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. I was just wondering if you had any more stand-up stuff planned. I missed your show last, uh, your last show in Sacramento. I know, I know, I'm an asshole. Yeah, you are. Um, but my son was being born, and if you promised not to tell my wife, I would have way rather been at your show. <laughs> okay. Dude, babies are fucked up looking when they first come out. I'm sure you would have been more entertaining than just watching the baby sleep. I will never miss again. That's from Charles. No, Char- I, Charles, I don't have anything planned. I, I, It was funny. I had a dream the other night, and I can't remember. I, the, I remember the gist of it. I was hanging out with Tommy, and we were coming up with stuff that I was putting in. I mean, we were both dying laughing, and I was writing it down to put that in my next stand-up show. Sometimes I wake up from dreams, and I'll write stuff down. Or I'll record it into my phone like, hey, this is the idea I had. Uh, I didn't wake up that night. And I'm bummed because now I can't remember this shit. And it was pretty funny. At least dream-wise, it was funny. Uh, but sadly, no, I, 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 I'm starting to kind of get the itch to start writing again. There's some things I've seen recently that I'd like to talk about at length. So, uh, hey, as soon as I get another show planned and, and I'll let you know about it, I will tell you. You know I will. Um, it's funny, I got, a, I got a note from a friend of mine yesterday who had recently saw Carlos. Carlos Rodriguez, who's a dear friend of the show, has been on the show a few times, was on the show the Friday before the Super Bowl, is a stand-up comedian in Vegas now. Still works in Sacramento time to time doing a show in Reno and a friend of mine saw him and she wrote like oh you've got to see this guy I'm like I know Carlos Carlos and I are friends I've done shows with Carlos she's like oh you got to work with him again blah 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 he's hilarious okay hey if I can I will I love look man Sacramento's got some great comedians you got Ellis you got Carlos uh Stephanie Garcia she's fantastic there's so many good comedians in SAC right now that, that SAC's a great town for comedy. Now, there's more good than bad. You don't want to get stuck seeing a bad one, but I guess that's the way it is everywhere. All right, last one here. Let's do it here. Uh, Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. Did you happen to see Macy Gray do the halftime show during the All-Star game? She didn't do the halftime show. She did the national anthem. Dude, that will rank up there with the worst performances of all time. Hell, even LeBron was cracking up at her. Keep up the great show. Lynn, I saw this, and she doesn't sing it. She just sings it totally out of key. Yes, I will play it. Oh, man, this is not good. 
This is a a pretty bad version of it. Uh, her, okay, here we go. Y'all ready? I wanted to stay away from this one, but that's okay. This idea of making a movie about caring. It I, I, I don't care about this. Uh, let's see, this ad. Can I move it faster? Why is the Aflac duck in this ad? Is this an Aflac commercial or is this a cartoon it's taking commercial? Care of each other. She is an example of strength. 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 I thought there was a G in strength. Oh, come on. Play the version of her. I didn't wait. Oh, God damn it. It's a story. I, I wasted all that time. And it's down here. Shit. Oh, oh say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we have at the twilight's last gleaming. Who's I just put the link up for you. Bright stars through the perilous fight. All the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof. And about the 46 second mark. You can see LeBron James laughing at this. That's all I'm going to play. Uh, that's awful. Uh, I, I, I just, uh, it, it was a, ter- it's not the worst version I've heard. Congratulations to Frey. Um, she's just a bad singer. I don't know how Macy Gray got a contract. I really don't. Doug says, got to run for a meeting. Have a great day. You too. Where the fuck is Chuck Barris? Gong. Gong. Yeah, she, it's pretty awful. It's pretty fucking awful. But hey, that's it. First of all, first of all, did you think that they were going to get somebody who was really good? This is singing the national anthem in front of a bunch of people that pretty much work for China. The guy who was questioning LeBron so much about uh, shoes in China and all of that and not speaking up and he wants to be politically uh, active, he's been recently cut. Now, why'd they cut him? Well, he maybe didn't measure up, but nobody's going to sign him. You want to know why? Because China said, get rid of this guy. That's why. It's awful. It's awful. The NBA isn't going to stand up for anything. I mean, I would have probably thrown a soda at her or something. I I am not going to I am not going to stand for bad national anthems anymore. It, 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 I, I I mean, I'll still stand for the song, but yeah, you might get booed when you walk off if you do a shit job. I'm so tired of this. I'm tired of them butchering our nation's anthem. If you don't like it, then don't sing it. If you don't like it, stay in your fucking locker room. Sit there, play with yourself while we honor the country that allows you to play a game for a living and get paid millions upon millions of dollars to do so.
All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Um, let me go back to that that website real quick. Let me go to the, my – let's see if I got anything. Uh, Candace wrote, uh, you see uh, Goodfield live in Dallas this week. You and Tommy going to crash the party. I know Tommy's already going. Tommy's already going to that. So, uh, I, no, I'm probably not going to go. I like Goofried. I, I the guy on Fox. I, I like him, but I don't know if I want to go see him and you know do his live shit. Uh, what's this? Stackar sent me a taco. Taco makes Shaq look small. Hold on a second. Let me look at this thing that Stackar sent me. Stackar, I gotta get that Stone Cold Steve Austin from you because I have my Willie Nelson Funko and Evil Knievel, and I'm just waiting on Burt Reynolds now. And Shaq walking up to Kareem. Who's that? T-A-C-K-O? Who the hell is that guy? That guy's enormous. He's like a foot taller than Shaq. I didn't think there was anybody taller and bigger than Shaq. Holy shit. That dude's huge. Who is that guy? I'll message you later today to figure it out. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that dude's huge. Holy shit. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, okay, I told you where you can write and all that kind of stuff. All right, we have we have a bunch of stuff still coming up, including we, we might have replaced Sheriff Grady Judd. May have. I, I, I know. I know. That's blasphemy to say. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? We might have another sheriff in Florida that is badass. We will find out next.
song. Good night, Texas town. About to check outside the games. And you know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that home out on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. of mine on murder and the judge's gavel fell 
jury found him guilty Gave him 16 years in hell
I, I swear. Soon as I get home, the first thing I'm gonna do is punch your mama in the mouth. I, I, I mean, uh, there's no. Arnie State Come Show. On. Alright, I, I, I have to address this. I'm going to get to y'all's live show stuff here in just a second. I, I'm looking for my sound effect, the one where it says hippos or not. It, where, where is the goddamn hippos one? I, I, I need to find that and make sure I keep it around forever. Because this is, and the reason why I play, there's a reason why I play the, the hippos thing. You know what? Let, let's fuck it. A. Let's just put it in here. I thought I had it locked in there, but I didn't. If I don't find it, I'll explain more to you. Uh, there we go. I, I think this is it. A reminder: Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Okay. Now, you see that goes along with. You know where I should put that? I I should definitely put that with the stupid people like this that's why i asked the question it's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh is going to beat you uh to death uh why else was he chasing him chris probably to to get him and beat him up hurt him or this person we tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit uh they were unavailable for comment micah back to you and then one more. It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not like cow milk. You know what I mean? So I, I, I've, I haven't told my jokes on the show because I kind of want to force you guys to go to social media to watch them. And I've been a good boy for a long, 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 long time. Okay? A long, long, long time. But today uh, I had a joke taken down. Because dangerous, uh, removed for dangerous individuals and organizations. You ready? Here's the joke I told. What does Jeffrey Dahmer do after he dumps his boyfriend? He wipes. You see, Jeffrey Dahmer is a cannibal who used to eat his boyfriends, and then after he'd eat them, he'd poop them out, and then he'd wipe after he dumped you see, you, you see, it's a joke. I've appealed it. I can't even see what comments were made about it. This just, I, I swear to God, I swear to God, yesterday, the last two days, I've had amazing days. This, is, this one is not even coming close to tiptoeing on the edge. The one joke that I wanted to tell is tiptoeing on the edge. Did you know that pigeons die after they have sex? Well, at least the one I fucked did. That was a joke that I was originally going to tell. Now, I knew in my head, I was like, yeah, that one probably is going to get me in trouble. Jeffrey Dahmer went no problem. I was more worried about the other joke that I told today. I've refurbished it. I brought it back. Why do bulimics love KFC? Because it comes with its own bucket. I am so sick and tired of fucking pussies in our fucking society. It's a goddamn joke. I mean, seriously. 
I don't even tell half the fucking jokes that I want to tell on there. Oh, I'm so heated right now. They didn't take my account down because it's been so long since I've been a bad boy. I've appealed since since then. They should take my appeal. Why a bunch of assholes, though? You know what? I think tomorrow I am going to tell the pigeon joke. Somebody said I should have gotten reported yesterday for the joke I told uh, in the comments. Like, and, and I don't respond to the comments that much anymore. They said this joke is racist. What do you call a bunch of white guys sitting on a bench? The NBA. It's true. What do you call a hundred black or a hundred white guys chasing one black guy? The PGA. I mean, I mean, come on. It's fucking bullshit. I swear to God. I fucking hate people. Somebody reported that. Yeah, he said something that was offensive to me. I, I, I didn't like it. Cannibalism isn't funny. Jeffrey Dahmer scares me. Fucking fags. I, I mean, seriously, I, I, we've gotten to that point where I, I, I'm just... God, those guys are fags! I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I, Derek, I don't know. I, I don't know, Derek, how it's racist. I, I don't. And, and here's the thing, Derek. Don't ask the question. And I'm not yelling at you not to answer the question because if you ask the question, you give validity to it. It's not a racist joke at all. These people are all a bunch of fucking mouth-breathing retards. And no offense to any real retards out there. Like the new Victoria's Secret model slash porno star. Uh, all right. That's that's TikTok, though. Yeah, I ain't going to get banned on this format. They banned me on this format. That's the end of the world. Uh, now, there was a conversation going on earlier about ZZ Top. Hangtown Jen doesn't like ZZ Top. Or she saw him in concert and said they were boring. That they just stand there. Now, I consider myself pretty much a, a concert aficionado. I've been to, I, I've seen at least a thousand performers. I don't know how many concerts I've been to, but I know I've seen at least a thousand performers. I've probably been to 500 concerts in my life. My number one rule of concert is, I really don't want to see the live version of that song. Like, I I don't want you to do a medley, and I don't want you to do an acoustic version of my favorite song. This is why I love George Strait. And I've seen him 12 times in concert. And hopefully this year, we'll either either this year or early next year, we'll mark 13 times. Um, George Strait goes up on stage and he plays his songs. And they sound like the record. And it's phenomenal. And I know what I'm going to get when I go to that show. I, too, have seen ZZ Top a few times. They do just stand there. That's okay. Because there's ZZ Top. ACDC, they put on a hell of a show. Okay? If I want to go to a big-time rock show, I'll go see ACDC. I'll go see Marilyn Manson. Because they actually do put on shows. ZZ Top puts on a concert. George Strait puts on a concert. Kid Rock puts on a hell of a show. Just kind of have to know your artist. 
kind of figure out ZZ Top. Yeah, you would think maybe they do a little bit more, but they're old men from Texas. Hell, one's dead. At what point uh, it becomes more of a formality to say, yeah, I saw that band, blah, 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 play your hits and then move on. Why go? At some point, that's a great question. You got to fuck with traffic. You got to fuck with parking. You got to fuck with seats. I enjoy live music. <coughs> that's why I still go. Mm. Let's see. Um I grew up going to concerts. I've seen some incredible shows and some truly shit shows trying to see the Grateful Dead when you're 10. It's dead heat of summer, dirt and sweat in the air. You're sober and they're fucking sucks. Everyone around you is fucking high. They don't care. They stink. They want to be kind to the kid and hug you with their dirty hands. That being said, I remember more clearly how boring ZZ Top was more than most of the dead shows I attended. And boy, did my parents drag me to plenty. No, I, I understand. You said you. I, I'm sorry. I said you didn't like. You didn't like them live. They lacked. <laughs> I fucking think I tried to make her act retarded like model is already. I had a joke in the making. Was thinking about sending it to you if it can be refined or even if it's funny. Send it to me, Fred. I saw ZZ Top enjoyed it, but I was having fun. Well, there you go. Now, I, I don't know what the plan is for young Britney Spears or getting to be middle-aged Britney Spears, but I tell you what, man, this would be the time for Britney to swoop into Vegas and take over where that dumb, stupid-ass Adele dropped the ball. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? Great to see you. It's me. Yeah, all right. Good. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Nope. There you go. All right. You know who they're not? Neil Diamond. Nobody's Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond is Neil Diamond. Uh, Britney Spears has signed a a publishing contract with Simon & Schuster for at least... $15 million. I got to say that $15 million is probably just for the rights. And she is going to be getting a lot on the back end. Uh, Don't be dirty. Don't be nasty. She's going to be getting a lot on the back end. Don't be nasty. She's probably going to make $50, $60 million on this book at least. And then this book will catapult into the movie they make about Britney Spears' life. Whether it be a Lifetime movie, whether it be a a theatrical release. But she's going to get paid on that. Simon & Schuster won a bidding war against other publishers who wanted the book. Now, I think they just won the bidding process. They haven't paid her yet. They just bid on her. Because the Obamas, who signed on to uh, Hawk Books through Penguin Random House for over $60 million. Who's going to sell more books, Britney or the Obamas? And if they may, if they have a photo section and it's a pop-up section, oh, I'm going to tell you right now, Britney's going to sell 100 billion books.
Who sent this to me? Uh, no, I won't be seeing Britney's movie. Who sent that? I'd, I'd see Britney's movie. There's a chance. I mean, I don't know who we get to play her. But I go see Britney's movie in a second. Alone. Wearing a trench coat. <laughs> Give me a folded down one of them, one of them old Elmer Fudd uh, hats. Glasses. They make a movie. Uh, she should star in it herself, at least for the pictures she looks for the <laughs> Emancipation recently. I want a graphic retelling of that part. Yes, yeah, so do I. I want a graphic retelling of when she lost her virginity. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want to know, did Justin really take it? I wonder how much her sister got. Did her sister get like fourteen fifty? Hey, Jamie Lynn, you want to write a book and make $15 the hard way? Brittany's been invited to testify before Congress on conservatorships. That's so fantastic. This is what I hate. You see, this is why I'm not Mr. Worldwide yet. Well, first of all, because that's already taken by our, our main dude. Yeah, I, I'm not Mr. Worldwide, nor ever will I be. Disappear like Banksy. Only Mr. Worldwide. I'm something that you gotta see. Enough of that. Jamie Lynn Spears is putting a podcast in works, returning to the entertainment. We don't need a podcast. She's not a broadcaster. I'm sick and tired of every fucking celebrity deciding, hey, I'm going to do a podcast because it's easy. Oh, is it? It's easy to put together a three and a half hour show every single fucking day. Well, I guess I'll do it every, every week. Oh, well, there you go. Fucking taking money out of my goddamn pocket. Nobody cares about you, Jamie Lynn. Unless you were naked, then we'd care. Then we wouldn't care as much. We'd be saying, where's Brittany? All right, so uh, football season's over. I I, I know it's sad. don't, Don't get mad at me. I'm just reporting what I have to report. No, 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 not not for a while. She was famous. Is she she starred in a, sh- a TV show, and I think she tried to have a little bit of a pop career, but she wasn't. She's kind of like Ashley Simpson. <laughs> you know, if you play enough of that song, that's going to be my reaction to the actual word Africa. Just, just disdainful fuck Africa. All thanks to Pitbull. I sound like a racist. (laughs) I heard the ram whose wife gave birth named their kid referee. (laughs) By the way, the news is out that that Matthew Stafford, the Rams, are going to help pay that lady who fell off the stage that Matt Stafford just watched him fall. What a dick. Uh, But agents have come out. And the ones that are representing the 150 draft prospects are looking to boycott all testing on-field workouts and interviews, meaning the NFL Combine. If 
bubble restrictions for last year's event aren't changed. Uh, The bubble restrictions include prospects being allowed just one medical support person who has to be fully vaccinated. Memo also states that players will be restricted to secure combine venues during the entire time in Indianapolis and that players who violate these policies will be disqualified and sent home. Um. Any interest in the spring football from the new USFL? Uh, honestly, GB3, no. No. I, I, I didn't watch any of the XFL. I, I, I don't like these things. And I, I tried to watch some of it. It's just so bad. It's piss poor. Like I, I mean, I love football, but I don't want to watch bad football. This would be like eating bad pizza just to, for the sake of eating bad pizza. I'm not going to do that either. I'm pissed off at this. They do need to they, look. The NFL need everybody needs to lighten up when it comes to COVID. Special Kale says the pandemic has been over. Why do they still have this shit in place? Um, I I don't know. It's control. I guess the NFL wants to completely control their players, which they had never been able to. I don't know why they're doing it. They're doing it to piss me off because I don't want to go another year without the fucking combine. I enjoy the combine. It's fun to watch. It's fun to hear their assessment of these players and then watch these players either overachieve or completely underachieve. I think it's fantastic. And it pisses me off. NFL, oh, you have to do this. You have to be there. Shut up. Playing football. Speaking of that, let, let, let's get you updated on this. Hopefully this is good news. Negotiations have resumed between the millionaires and billionaires in Jupiter, Florida. In an effort to salvage opening days, the owners made a pair of slight moves towards the locked-out players but put off big-ticket bargaining issues until later. How about this? How about... You don't fuck up any momentum that Major League Baseball had. Remember, the last time we had a full work stoppage in baseball, it took two steroided guys to bring the league back. And two guys, which baseball owes a thank you to, but they ain't going to get that thank you in the form of a Hall of Fame bid because they were cheating when they had that. Still save baseball, though. That's my favorite thing about the whole steroid thing. And I am anti-steroids. I'm very anti-guys who are in the league. But if it weren't for Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa after a strike-shortened year to bring baseball back because, as the Nike ad once said, chicks dig the long ball, we don't have that anymore. And baseball came back, and it was strong, and it was growing and growing. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Everybody's a baseball fan. And to be open and honest with you, I am a bigger baseball fan than I am football. I love baseball. I think we went to four games last year moving back here to Texas. 
We have a beautiful new stadium. And look, I want the strike to be over because the Rangers have gone out and spent fucking money this year. The, the Rangers might be able to finish in third place, and I'm pretty excited about that. I'm sorry, third place in the West. I don't I, I don't know what the par- the the players want. I don't care. I don't care. Uh let's see the bonus pool for pre-arbitration players is 20 million. That would go to 30 top players, a fraction of 115 million for 150 players the union has asked for. I <laughs> Brian says I just want decent nacho cheese. Maybe this year. Maybe they've changed uh, maybe they heard enough complaints about the nachos. But we have to wait for the season to start. And the season ain't starting yet because these millionaires are arguing with billionaires, their bosses, about getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. Just give me the league minimum. Man, oh man, if I was young and I could still hit or not fear that my arm would come off if I threw a ball, pay me the league minimum. I ain't going to miss the fucking game. You're going to pay me $300,000 to play baseball? I'm there. I ain't going to be no good, but, hey, I'm there. Same with football. You want to pay me the league minimum to play? Okay, I'll play. If I could skate, I'd say the same thing about hockey. I hate basketball, so and I'm not any good at it, so... So they're, they're, they're talking at least. That, that's our update for all my baseball fans out there. For everybody who's ready to hear. I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready for some hot dogs. Some summertime. for that but sadly we don't know if it's going to happen all right now you know i'm excited but at the same time kind of nervous are the yankees going to be average again this year it's getting hard to be such a humble fan uh the rangers are going to be good if they if they're allowed to play hopefully all right we got it we, we we have a game to play today it, it's the same game we've been playing the last couple days the, uh, the, of course, the, uh, you make the call real simple solution today. You make the call who had the worst day. Okay. You make the call. All right. Who had the worst day? Was it a skydiving instructor out of Houston? who was hurt when his parachute didn't open during the jump. It happened around noon. The instructor and female client were airlifted to a trauma center in Houston. 
The instructor sadly died. The student had serious two but non-life-threatening injuries. So they were doing a tandem jump. So dude's on her back. They jump out of an airplane. Holy shit, man. The chute didn't open. Now, I have done this. They had to get the smallest guy there to be on my back. And we were like a fucking meat missile coming out of that plane. And I didn't really think, let, let, the worst uh, the worst part of jumping out of an airplane was, I'll never do it again because I've done it. I don't need to do it again. Fuck you. The worst part was not actually jumping or waiting to see if the chute would fail. At that point, I was just fucking like, if it doesn't open now, I'm going to die. Okay. The worst part was when they opened the door on the plane. Plane takes off, and you're like, oh, God. You know, in this little rickety plane, you got like eight people in there. And then you get locked up with your, your, your tandem jumper, and they walk you to that door. When that door opens, you hear that air, you're like, holy shit. The meat missile. I love that term, meat missile. That could work for a porn, you know. Uh, I loved it. I want to do it again so bad, but my wife wouldn't let me. Pale face meat missile. Fuck, we jumped out of that plane. It was fantastic. It was it was really cool. But not for this coup. Uh, th- this guy, I, I imagine he probably took the back. He took the, the, the blunt injury. And she, like, landed on top of him. Witnesses said one of the skydivers was conscious when they landed and the other one wasn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting it was, he wasn't because he was dead. So, who had the worst day? That, that, that's your first one, the skydiver. So? You make the call. Or, 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 did this person have the worst day? I'd have a fatal coronary as soon as I jumped from the plane. Funny, though, my wife gave got me a gift card to go do it a couple years ago, but now she won't let me go again. Uh, all right. Who had it worse? Skydiver died. Or a 19-year-old student who had to have both of his legs and all 10 fingers amputated after developing a near-fatal septus from eating leftover Chinese food. Holy shit! So dude found himself some leftover Chinese food. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Stop that. (sighs) The student who was uh, admitted to the hospital got sick after eating leftovers from an unnamed Chinese restaurant. Um, It was purchased the night before with chicken, rice, and lo mein. After eating the leftovers, he immediately began throwing up and developed chill, shortness of breath, headache, and chest pain. When his skin started uh, started to turn purple, oh dear God! No, 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 no! A friend who was staying with him decided to take him to the emergency room. Doctors diagnosed him with septus. The Minigogal disease that had 
caused his liver to fail and his blood to clot. He also developed gangrene, which is when tissue in the body dies due to an infection. He got antibodies, but had to lose both legs and all his fingers, but has made a full recovery. So, ask family. This one is a tough one. You make the call. Who had the worst day? Skydiver who died or guy who's eaten leftover Chinese food? did you make all right let's see um let's see uh fingers that's easy he can lose his fingers and have chopsticks implanted that way he can eat chinese leftovers i bet you this guy never eats chinese food fresh even again he'll never get a good grip on his meat missile no no he won't i heard that when his friend checked him into the hospital he had to tell the er nurse no he's not no he's not retarded Hang down, Jen says, yucka. Well, not full recovery. He lost half his fucking body. B. Coop says, the guy with food corona because the skydiver will never have to live under President Kamala. Oh, God, not you, too. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Chinese food, good. Chinese food, Chinese food. Ken Dog says, how is losing limbs a full recovery? <laughs> oh, shit. Chinese guy, I think I'd rather die skydiving. That's tough. You're never going to play the piano chopsticks again. (laughs) The dead person obviously had it worse, but if it were up to the skydiver who strapped a dead guy and used him as a cushion and eating Chinese food left with half a body, then he still had it worse. Fuck, he ate Chinese food. Yucca. I love Chinese food. This skydiver guy did get the freshest, most amazing version of munging in history. Oh, they put pictures up of this guy's leg? Oh, Jesus Christ. Man, I don't want Chinese food now ever again. I wish they would have said what restaurant he went to. If he went to, like, Dave's Chinese food, then I can understand it happening. But if you don't go to, like, Dave's Chinese... It's got some kind of funny name in there, like you dropped your fork a couple times, then yeah, that's a Chinese place you want to go into. Yeah, I, I slipped that one in there. That's just for y'all. Ernie, that's so racist. That is so racist to say something like that. I don't know. All right. Our final three stories of the day. Oh, boy, are these good. The, the, I, I love it. I love it. And they're all from the same place. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. <laughs> I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, we sure as hell do. Our first story out of Florida. 
Oh, man. 61-year-old Joan Burke. Not having a good day. She was arrested for allegedly stabbing her 62-year-old husband, Melvin, to death in their Palm Springs home. Paya! That's what she said. Police were called to the scene by her son, Ricardo, after he got home from work to find his stepfather lying in a pool of blood in the kitchen. That's weird. Knives, uh, that's plural, knives and a meat cleaver were found in the sink and cleaning tools and products were found next to his body. Holy shit. An autopsy later revealed that Mr. Weller had been stabbed 140 times. Kapoya! Kapoya! Times 70. And he had a skull fracture. Holy shit. In the face! In the face! Oh my god. Miss Burke appeared in court on Sunday via conference and was denied bail. Oh, you you, you think you're going to die and deny her bail after she stabbed? I, look, I want to get some backstory on this. Yeah, you, you know what? I, I'm sorry, Derek. You, you are absolutely uh, correct. Uh, wait, where'd it go? Where, where is it? Holy shit! Yeah. She must have been tired after that. Oh, exhausted. To me, uh, now this is just, look, look, look. I do not work for the behavior analyst unit for the FBI. I'm not from Quantico. This is my armchair quarterbacking expertise on this. This sounds like a very personal crime. Now, nobody deserves to be stabbed 140 times. Usually, but we don't know the backstory here. Nobody's telling what the backstory is, like, if he used to beat the piss out of her or something like that. Well, he wears a gigantic medallion. That would be enough for me to stab him. But my God. I, how, how many times did I say? 140 times. 140. Jeez. Her arms must have been tired. Wonder if she used the leftover guy's arm. Here, you stab yourself. Jesus criminy. That's pretty funny. But that that that's just our first story from the Sunshine State, my friends. Oh no. Oh no. Now this one right here. I gotta tell you. This this one right here. This one kind of scratches where I itch. I have to say. I saw this story, and I thought to myself, this is delicious. Happened Saturday night near Orlando, Florida. Chaos erupted when police responded to a disturbance call, and someone had been fatally shot at a wedding reception. Oh! Oh, yes! Oh, come on. Oh. It was the uncle of the bride.
One guest says he was a kind, gentle soul and was only drinking and having a good time with his family. Um, Winter Winter Park Police said they responded to a banquet hall about 9.40 p.m. on a call that a man was disturbing other guests. Officers confronted the man and said in a news release that Knight then knocked one of them unconscious. He physically attacked the second officer as the crowd formed, police said during the altercation. An officer struck him. He fought back. The officer who fired their weapon was placed on leave. So you got to think about that. This is only in Florida where gunplay could happen at a wedding. I know that we talked earlier this morning about White Castle and you could get you could get stabbed or shanked there or shivved, which is a possibility. That could happen because that's White Castle. When you go to a wedding, the last thing you think is that somebody is going to be gunned down in the wedding, unless it's a Crips Bloods wedding. Then I, I, I'm going to figure that maybe somebody gets shot there. The bride's uncle. Now, I want you to think about this. Uh, How long does this couple stay together? Because this is not the wedding anniversary they want to think about. Maybe this bride, the the groom just got off lucky because she's not going to remember her anniversary. Tell us about, oh, you're married? Oh, tell us about your wedding. Well, it was nice. It was at church. It was where? It was at church? Oh, okay. Uh, What about the reception? Did you have a good time? Did you have crab cakes? Everybody loves crab cakes. Did you have crab cakes there? Maybe some Swedish meatballs? No, my uncle was gunned down. You are officially the most awesome person at a party that I am talking to. If you can hit me with that, you have got a story for life. Marriage won't last long. She already cried uncle. That's fucking good. That's good stuff right there. Oh, man. See, if I knew this, this could happen at weddings, I would go to more. I think that would that you know what that could do it right there. Let me let me just say this right now. We have a new video to start looking for people. You know how much I enjoy group fights in public. This year we it, it's been a slow start. We only had the Golden Corral or or the Sizzler fight, whatever it was, where people were using high chairs as weapons. Last year the fight of the year was at in Asia somewhere where a guy Karate kicked a woman who was holding a baby to the ground as she was pulling another woman by the hair while holding said baby. The fight, uh, fight of the year before that was the, the happening at uh, at Tiny, Tiny Toons in Disney when the black family started fighting each other. Amazing fight. And I, I still love, like, you know, when there are fights at Little League games. I think, though, if you could find me fight videos from wedding receptions, 
Boy, that one. That there's so much. There's so much panache in that. You got family versus family. You know the bride and groom are going to be fighting that night. Ain't no hoopy doopy going on that night. Oh no, sir, Bob. The oh, your family is white trash because of this. Well, your family is ghetto because of this. That's what would be happening. I need wedding fight videos. That's the goal this year. Our goal this year is to have a wedding fight video that challenges for video of the year. Was that crazy-ass preacher was the one who married the lucky couple? I had my first row tickets for me and my little dog, too. I'm telling you right now, every week we are going to come up with new. Everybody say this. Wednesday. Wednesday. We're going to have a burning service. I love it. I love it. I don't care what Hasbro says. No, neither do I. Ouija boards. Yes. Are a portal to hell. Speak on, brother. Speak on. Do not. Do not. Do not. Talk about them. My, my kids just won't obey. And my marriage is just a crap fest. And I come to church and I want to shout, but I got bondage. And you sit around binge watching Harry Potter. I said it. He did. He said it. We better get some people standing up or I know whose side you on, praise God. I said, I said it. You better get rid of that Harry Potter mess in your house. That is full-blown witchcraft. What? It's witchcraft. Oh, okay. And your little dog, too. <laughs> oh, if he ever does weddings. Holy shit. I, 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 I think Brady Kid and I might have to get our vows renewed by that guy. That, that would be fantastic. I'd be all about that. Man, oh, man. I want to get that guy on the show. Wait, wait, what, what, what's this guy? What? I can't remember his name. I, should, I, I need to put his name down. Reverend or a pastor. Pastor. Greg Locke, that is. There we go. Pastor Greg Lock. Oh, he has a Facebook. Holy shit, he's got a Facebook. Oh, my God. Okay, off to the Facebook land I go. Pastor Greg Lock. Pastor Greg Lock, first one up there. Boom. He's got over 2 million followers. Ass family. Ass family. We may have a Christmas miracle, and it's happening right now. Ass family, I'm doing something. Oh, this this could be fantastic. Hitting that button, hitting this one. You have reached Global Vision Bible Church. Our office hours are Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., If you have any questions, please visit our website, globalvisionbc.com. If you need to speak with someone, please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and someone will return your call. Thank you, and God bless. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, my name is Arnie States, and I host a podcast called The Arnie States Show, uh, broadcast all over the world. And uh, over over a million listens and was wondering if there was any way I could get a chance to interview Pastor Locke on the show. 
I would really appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to see what he has to say about the news of the world and things that are going on. So uh, thank you so much, and uh, God bless you. Jalapeno. Oh, shit. I didn't leave my number. Shit. Oh, I'll write him back. Oh, if I can get him on the show. Oh, my gosh. Man, oh, man, would that be great. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, Ogre says, audio's familiar. I'm off to watch Harry Potter and cast some spells. Uh, all right, so our, our last story out of Florida today is about a sheriff. Now, you know we love Grady Judd. Uh, sheriff Grady Judd has been one of a staple on this show. Well, here's the news flash. You look at this guy. You know what else he was doing online? He was purchasing soiled underwear. What? Did you hear me? Soiled underwear? Do you hear what I said? You said There's a market underwear. out there. You can go online, and if you're a deviant and you're into sold underwear, and Judge you know what much? all kinds of things get in sold underwear, right? Like poop? Sometimes you think you're passing gas, and you're not. You can't, you can't trust a fart when you're over 60. But this guy will buy it. He was buying these things what was he doing and with ingesting them. them. Oh, Did my Lord, me? no. He was munching on them. This guy's got a problem. I don't know if he realizes it or not, but the rest of the world does. Now, Grady's been on the show a number of times, not live, but, you know, recorded fashion. We possibly could have another sheriff. And by the way, yes, once again from Florida. This guy's name is Sheriff Wayne Ivey. And what he recently said, oh, this is so delicious, and here's the video. I'm just going to allow. Come on now. Hello, everyone. I'm Sheriff Wayne Ivey, the Brevard County Sheriff's Office. And I want to give everyone an update this evening on the deputy-involved shooting that took place on Monday, August 30th, when two of our deputies were ambushed by an extremely violent career criminal during a traffic stop in West Melbourne. The attack and ambush was perpetrated by a violent career criminal with a history of 40 charges for crimes including drug trafficking, aggravated assault while discharging a firearm, battery on a law enforcement officer, and attempted first-degree felony murder, as well as convictions for robbery with a firearm, failing to register as a career offender, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, resisting arrest with violence, possession of controlled substances, and various probation violations. Even worse and more disgusting, is that this career criminal, whose name doesn't even deserve mentioning, was actually out on bond with active warrants for additional felony drug trafficking cases where he could attempt to kill our deputies when he should have been safely locked behind bars where he couldn't victimize another citizen or innocent bystander. I'm sure that like me, you're probably asking yourself right now why a thug with this kind of criminal history was ever given a bond where he'd be out on our streets to harm someone else. That's a question I promised to find the answer to, but for now, I'm just extremely thankful that our deputies are safe and the suspect is no longer on this planet where he could put someone else's life in peril. As I stated earlier, this incident occurred when one of our deputies conducted a traffic stop in the unincorporated area of West Melbourne Here we go. on a vehicle that was occupied by three adult subjects I'm getting and warm. a two-month-old baby that was I'm actually sitting there. in the back seat where the perpetrator of the ambush was seated. 
The entire traffic stop, ambush and deputy involved shooting was captured on two separate dash cameras. And as you will see in the video that I'm about to show you, the suspect was the initial aggressor as he concealed his weapon until exiting the vehicle and immediately firing upon our deputies with a pistol grip styled high powered rifle in an attempt to take their lives and avoid arrest as he was wanted on various outstanding warrants. Now I want to caution everyone that the video you're about to see is extremely violent, graphic, and also a perfect example of just how dangerous a job our deputies and law enforcement officers face across the country each and every day. I, put the video I am first going to play the video for you in its entirety and in real time. Then I'm going to break the video down in slow motion while providing a step-by-step explanation of what was taking place well, we and why the actions that. of our deputies saved their lives and the lives of others at the scene, including the two-month-old baby in the backseat of the car that was directly in the line of fire when this extremely violent individual all right, we're going to pass forward now. Again, the entire ambush and response by... Okay, here we go. Police right, are talking buddy. to him outside talk, the car. Yeah. Is that all your... Yeah. All right, there's one got, outside. There's two people right. outside the I car. I got babies. Oh, you got a dog too? Hell. <laughs> I'll make sure they're all right. I got babies too, man. Look at that. See, the police uh, are getting along with them. Okay. Oh, God. He breaks out with a gun. Looks like a Mac 10. Oh, he gets shot. Oh, you're down. Oh, he's hopping around. God damn it. Cops hit. Oh, then he tries to attack the cop with the gun, like hitting the cop. See, the subject not only. All right, they got him down. Boy, that was intense. That's a routine traffic stop. Now, as you can see and hear from the video, this was an extremely violent ambush that both of our deputies and the occupants of the vehicle were extremely blessed to survive. This individual had absolutely no regard for human life and was focused on only one thing, killing our deputies to avoid arrest as he knew he was facing several minimum mandatory prison sentences. All right, we're going to go near the end. When a registered career criminal with... He says something at the end of this that is so fucking awesome. Three felony charges, 17 misdemeanor charges, multiple convictions for violent offenses, and two active and pending drug trafficking cases is out on our streets where he can attempt to kill our deputies and put others' lives at risk. Something is wrong with our system. Amen. And it's time that we as a society of law-abiding citizens say enough is enough. Florida gets it. Folks, I can't speak for you but I am personally sickened by the fact that this thug with such a violent criminal history was out of jail where he could almost kill two of our deputies. It's time that we as law-abiding citizens start demanding that violent criminals who can't obey the law are kept behind bars where they can't victimize anyone else. As I close tonight, on behalf of Deputy Toman, Deputy Potters and their families, and also our entire agency, I want to personally thank our community for the amazing support and love for our agency you have shown since this incident occurred last week. Your emails, Personal messages and phone calls of love and prayers mean more to us than you will ever know and serve as a constant reminder of how blessed we are to serve in a community that loves us so much. Thank you. Damn it. It doesn't get his entire injuries and lacerations. Let there be no doubt. This individual got exactly what he deserved. And to those out there who might be foolish enough to ask why we shot him so many times, that answer is simple. Because evil can never be dead enough. Oh, God Now damn. that you've had a chance to see the ambush oh, and response by our deputies as a oh, mandatory prison sentences in his pending cases. As you can see,
The subject not only fired numerous rounds at our deputies, but also after his gun jam, used the butt of the rifle to violently and repeatedly strike Deputy Potters in the head, causing significant injuries and lacerations. Let there be no doubt, this individual got exactly what he deserved. And to those out there who might be foolish enough to ask why we shot him so many times, that answer is simple. Because evil can never be dead enough. Oh. Now that you've had a chance to see the ambush and response by our deputies as it occurred in real time, I'm going to show you the incident as it unfolds in slow. Wow. Because wow. evil can't, ne- can never be dead enough? That, I'm voting for that guy for president. Holy shit. That that might be the quote of the year so far, Scott. Oh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey. Man, put him in a death match with Grady Judd. I'm watching that shit. Oh, phenomenal. Oh, that was so good. Uh, all right, ass family. I, I've, I've done my share today. I, I, I brought you into the the world and and shown you everything that's happening. So I'm going to go back and look and see what's going on now. Uh, But that means the end of the show today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow. Of course, it's not as cool as, you know, two, 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 two day, but it is uh, pump day, pump day, pump day. So uh, remember that, uh, by the way, every room is better when you walk in there. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, Y'all have a fantastic Tuesday, and adios, everybody.
knocks down to hear the good time sounds they play all across the harbor is outside waiting to arrest him. A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem.